0: Well, good morning, and uh, thank you for having me with you this morning. Uh, congratulations uh, on your final. I think our, our group did a fantastic job. And I'm excited to be with you today as we are in the Advent season. Uh, many people in the church call this season leading up to Christmas the season of Advent. It's not just about looking forward to Christmas, it's about looking forward to a lot more than that. Realizing that Jesus didn't just come as a little child, that's not the end of the story. Instead, it's only the beginning. And in many ways, his birth in the manger as depicted over there wouldn't mean a whole lot if Jesus didn't move forward and live every single day of his life perfectly in our place and always do the right thing when often we don't. If he didn't move forward then and to give his life in our place during his death and then also rise again to remind us that we have something to look forward to in the life to come. And so I want to read to you. From Second Peter. Peter reminds people this. He says, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. He says, With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, the heavens will disappear with a roar the elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. He says, since everything is going to be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you be? You ought to live holy lives and godly lives. As you look forward to the day of our Lord and also speed, it's coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heaven by fire, and the earth's elements will melt in the heat. And he closes and says this, he says, but in keeping with his promises, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with Him. And that brings me to uh, something I brought along with me, not just the Bible, but another book that's been helpful to me in my life. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I won't ask you to raise your hand if you ever heard of it. Oh, look at that. This was given to me by people who are still a lot wiser than me when I graduated from high school. And I brought it here to Concordia, and it sat on my shelf for four years, being exceedingly unaffected. And then I went to seminary, and they made me read it, and made me begin to use it, and I started to discover there were actually some super helpful habits in this book. Some of them reflected in the life of Jesus himself. You see, the final habit is to sharpen the saw, to spend time like you're doing right now. In chapel, to spend time in God's word, spend time in prayer, to spend time studying the world around us, so that we are sharper people, and Jesus did that. As it says in the scriptures, it was his habit to withdraw frequently and spend time in prayer. And his disciples watched that and took that on themselves, and hopefully we also watch that and take that on ourselves. What I'd like to talk to you about is habit number two. It says to begin with the end in mind. And that's what Jesus did when he came here. You see, Jesus didn't just come down to earth and say, I think I'll go down there and just see what happens. Without a plan. Right? Instead, he came with an incredible plan. As we already rehearsed. To live every moment for us. To give his life for us. And so it reminds us, too, to begin with the end in mind. To think about what is it that you seek in your life. As you sit here today, are you able to think beyond Christmas, or is that all you can think about? Are you just studying for finals? Are you even aware there are finals coming really very soon? <laughs> you might want to start studying. All right? Are we thinking beyond that? What is our time here at Concordia about? Who are we growing to be? It's not just a time to learn stuff. It's time to grow as an individual. Hopefully to grow towards some goals to think about the big picture who do you want to be when you leave this place where do you want to be in five or ten years down the road and how might those goals shape how you're living in the moment you see it's one thing to be in the big picture and i think that's part of what stephen covey's talking about here to begin with the end in mind is to have a, a goal maybe a mission statement for your life But it comes down into smaller things as well. Like, what are you going to do this week? But beginning with the end in mind is probably most important in the actual moment-by-moments of our life. When we're in that tension between motivation and recreation. When we're in that tension between academics and just acting out. You see, it's especially about those moment-by-moment decisions. What am I going to do with this moment of my life? Does it align with the goals that God has for me, with the goals that I have for myself? And if you're thinking all of a sudden about all of the ill-conceived beginnings of your life, maybe some of the poor endings or some of the just fruitless time that you have spent, I want to share with you that that's all right. Remember that beginning with a, uh, a better end in mind. That Jesus came with a better end in mind for you than you may even have for yourself. He applied himself daily to that end, that desire he had to spend eternity with you. He gave his life for that. So that we could give up the empty and fruitless way of life that we might be destined or de- attracted to, and instead have a better way of life with Him. And we're also reminded that He came to give us new beginnings. I want to share a story with you about a woman. I just met her. Our youth group was out doing some service work, and I met this lady who was in charge of what we were doing, and she shared with me a story about her niece. She was an older woman, and she shared with me that it had been a rough year for her. A lot of people in her family had passed away. But most difficult was her niece, who was only about 30. Now, even the youngest person in this room, that's only about 12 years older than you are. Imagine if you only had 12 more years of your life. Her niece died when she was 30. You see, most of her life, she had uh, whittled away with things that were very destructive to her. That's part of the reason that she died at an early age. And she had been involved in that self-destructive lifestyle for a long time. And about six months before she passed away, Some family members of her had had occasionally taken her to church and she began to become more interested in that. She became more interested in Jesus. And as a matter of fact, she began to inquire. She was baptized and she received a new kind of life. She tried to change her ways and unfortunately it was too little, too late physically here on earth. But in eternal perspective, even those last months of her life changed her eternity. You see, it's not too late for us to change our lives, to make our moments more fruitful than they ever were before. Indeed, to begin with a better end in mind. And we have freedom to do that in Jesus Christ because He allows us in His life for us, in His death for us on the cross, to wipe away all the fruitless beginnings and endings we may have had and receive new ones in Him. And so I encourage you this morning... That before you begin anything in your life, you always remember the end that Jesus has in mind for you, which is eternity in heaven with him. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give thanks and praise to you that regardless of how time has been spent, that you have come to forgive and renew us as your people. We thank you for making all things new and for promising us an eternity with you in heaven. Help us, Lord, to celebrate as we look forward to Christmas that indeed, Lord, you began with an incredible end in mind. Your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.